ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. What we're going to talk about is stress. Now, all of us have stress, right? Different levels of stress. However, a lot of the stress that we have, more often than not, is self-imposed. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about some of the things that we do on a day-to-day basis that actually cause more stress for us. And I've got a special co-host, my homegirl Trish is in the house. So after the break, we will talk about stress right here on the 12 Kyle podcast. Let's get it. And just like that, we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. And you, you've read, (laughs) you've read the notes. You know what we're talking about. We are here today to talk about, um, stress. Are you stressed out? What are the things that cause you stress? And maybe some of the things that cause you stress are self-imposed. Uh, but before we get into the topic, man, I got to introduce today's co-host. Um, me and this young lady, we go way back. We go back like rectangular pizzas at in, in elementary school. <laughs> Good friend of the show, my homegirl, Trish. Trish, what's up? What's going on, Kyle? What's happening? Glad to have you finally on the podcast. You used to make quite a few appearances on the 12 on the 12 radio show back in the day when we had the internet show but uh first time on the 12 Kyle podcast thanks for coming through thanks for having me yeah it's oh, been no, a long, long I know time. I know I know I know man it's good good to hear your voice as always um we had been talking about you know bringing you on the podcast to, to talk about different things and, and this definitely won't be the last time we have you on but um, I came across this article and I was when I saw it, I was like, I think Trish would be perfect for this topic. Um, we're just going to talk about, you know, some of the things that cause us stress. And, and I think probably as we get through this conversation, the listener and everybody realize, you know, some of the stuff that we do is kind of self-imposed. Um, but before sure. I jump into the topic, let me ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. How do you wake up in the morning? Do you wake up to an alarm clock or do you have a smartphone right next to your bed? I have a smartphone right next to my bed <laughs> with my alarm that goes off. I probably have three or four alarms that wake me up. Really? Yeah, because I, listen, I don't, maybe it's just me, but I don't know anybody that wakes up to, to the first alarm. I do. You do? I do, but but it's well, on. That's you, you it's, know. But it's on my it's on my phone though. It's, I, that's why I chuckle because do people even have alarm clocks anymore? Uh, I, you know, I'd have to think, but I don't know of anyone that I know that still has an alarm clock. Yeah, I, I, I haven't told my friends, but you know, there yes. may be one or two out there. No, yeah, it, it might be. It, and I, I was thinking the same thing when I saw this. I'm like, okay, well. It's been a minute since I've actually used an alarm. I mean, like I had to think back. Like, when was the last time I right. used a damn alarm clock? Um, right. So with the phones being there, I think basically what it is, I, I would venture to say that it's probably like maybe eight to ten people, 
probably 80% of people use their phones to wake themselves up or, you know, so you said you have different, so do you have multiple alarms that go off on that particular phone? Like the snooze and the second snooze and the I have multiple alarms that go off. They each will um, startle me. Well, not startle me. They'll gently wake me up because I don't like to be abruptly awakened. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think anybody should, but um, I'm gently awakened by each of them. Mm. But what happens is I know by my third or fourth one, yeah, Trish, it's time to get up. You know what I mean? The other two just kind of, Arouse me to the point like I know, okay, it's almost time to get up. You got 15 minutes. You know what I mean? And then I'll go back to sleep. And then another one will ring. I'll I'll go back to sleep for another 15 minutes. But I'm still waking myself up gently. So So, so that's how I do it. You're taking 30 minutes to wake yourself up. I'm taking probably more than 30 minutes. Some, Some mornings. You know, but I know by the third or fourth alarm, uh, it's like, Trish, you got to get up. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'm never, I'm not a late person, number one. I can't stand to be late anywhere. Same here. So I'm a real stickler for time. So so he, even with those four alarms, I'm on time to where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I think I'm the same way. I'll just, I, I might hit snooze once. But after mm-hmm. that, I got to get up because it's like, OK, well, and, and a lot of times it just really depends on what I did the night before and how late I got into bed. Like sure. if, if I get into bed at one o'clock, I'm probably going to need that, you know, snooze. So I probably that extra. Yeah, probably need the extra five. And to be honest, the extra five minutes or extra 15 minutes for that matter, it just makes you more tired. That's all. It, it don't help. It don't really help. Yeah. Don't. You know, the other thing is too i'm a night owl most times okay um so i will go to bed late and i i used to be able to, to live off of four hours of sleep mm. that was when i was uh, a bit younger and then i went through th- through some health issues and i can't do that anymore mm. but best sleep is like twilight sleep like that early morning just before you really really got to wake up that is the best sleep ever for me mm. No doubt, no so. doubt. It, it, it's 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 amazing, and like I said, I think at least eighty percent. So the majority of the people even listening to this podcast, they're probably going to go through the same thing. So right. if your cell phone is near your bed, yeah, one of the things that I've read that probably contributes to uh, the stress that we have or the stress levels is the morning cell phone use. So let's, mm-hmm. let's jump on that. So when you wake okay. up, okay. So you, you've hit, <laughs> you've hit the snooze three times already. Yeah. How much is it? How much do you use that cell phone before you get out of bed? You know, I really try to be conscious of not going straight to my phone. Hmm. Do I do it? Yes. Do I do do it every day? No. Uh, a lot of times, because I know that I will get distracted. If I see something that piques my interest, as soon as I look at the phone, there's a text or somebody hit me on a messenger. I'll want to look at it. If I see that little notification up there, I'll want to look at it. And I'm like, Trish, you can't, you don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you 
you got to get up, you got to shower, you got to make breakfast or whatever I got to do. So I really try not to. Now, are there days that, yeah, it'll catch me. I'll look at my phone or I want to see the weather. That's what gets me. Mm. I open the phone and I want to see the weather. So I look at the weather and then I'll see the notification for something else, a text or something, and it'll distract me. So I'll look at it. And then there are some mornings, yeah, I'll find myself looking at different things on my phone that came through through the night. And then I'm like, oh, I only got 15 minutes or I got to, you know, so then I, then I have to rush. And the other thing I don't like to do is rush. So mm. I try to discipline myself, but you know, every once in a while it happens. So the, t- so the, the phone is never turned off. Like you don't turn the phone off and let it, you know, I guess turn no. itself on it. Okay. Okay. It goes on the, char- I'll put it on the charger. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it won't go on the charger. Um, wireless charger so I can easily pick up my phone in the night if I needed to but I never go like people put their phone on uh, some silent or something mm-hmm. whatever it is that you could do with your phone I've never done that okay so so if your phone chimes at 3 a.m. it's you're gonna hear it chime I'm gonna hear it oh, it wow. won't necessarily wake me up I might hear it like you know subconsciously you know I, I know I've heard my phone before like that but I don't pick it up and go oh what is that you know, because if somebody really needs me emergency wise, I figure they're going to call. They're not just going to hit me on Messenger. Right. So. Right, right. OK. OK. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I'm I'm very similar. I um, I, <laughs> I will. I think I have time buffered in there, but I'm, I'm very conscious about what I see when I pick up my phone. So like, I don't. Uh, I don't like I try to I, I, like I guess probably the first place I would go would be a tech because I get the notifications that come through. I, I think the first place I would go would be like text messages. Rarely. I don't really get a lot. Well, I can't say that I get some text messages in the nighttime. You know, when, when my friend when I'm asleep, but my friends aren't. But um, right. it's usually our group chat. That's normally where, you know, if anything happened or whatever like that, Um <laughs> That's usually where it is. I don't get any emails overnight or anything like that. Um, it's usually a text or something like that. So, and I don't, I, I'm probably one of the few people, I don't have any games on my phone. So, um, oh, yeah. you got games? I, I There are games on my phone. I don't know why, because I never play them. <laughs> They're just kind of take, taking up space. But I always had this feeling like, oh, if I'm in it airport and I get bored or something like that maybe I can play a game and I've never gone to, even in the airport and I travel a lot mm-hmm. I've never gone to a game I don't know why games are on my phone oh wow it's yeah. a little crazy but yeah they're saying that you know cell phone use releases a chemical called dopamine I know you've heard of that before mm-hmm. um, yeah dopamine. and when dopamine is activated it starts your brain on a path of just you know craving it more and more so that's yeah. what's you know has us you know wired or whatever like that to where we're you sure. know wanting more and more of whatever's pulling us in from our cell phone so right. um yeah i, I don't I, I try to make i try to watch what i view or, and i normally don't start responding to stuff or text messages or emails or whatever the case i normally don't start doing that until i'm up and moving around um i yeah. don't go to social media when I'm in the bed on my phone, I don't, I stopped doing that because mm-hmm. 
That's good. Because on, That's t- a good practice. on Twitter, you might see any and every. And then also, you know, news and stuff happens overnight while you're asleep. And it's normally bad yeah. news. So, you know. It's I not just, good, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You got to be careful what goes into your psyche, what goes into your brain, you know? So, um, looking at certain things, yeah, will trigger you maybe sometimes not to be able to sleep well, right. if it's subconsciously in your brain, things like that. So, it is a good practice not to, you know, you know, go straight to your phone. I really try not to go straight to it. If I'm, like you said, by the time I get into my phone really looking at stuff, I'm on my way out the door gotcha. or in my car or something like that. Now it says definitely that, at work. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> definitely when you get, get to work. <laughs> it yeah. says here that, uh, you know, checking social media and checking the news is a surefire way to increase your levels of stress whether it be your social media feed, yeah. a news app, anything like that, it's, it's really not a good idea. So I know you mentioned right. that you will check it once you get up and get moving. Um, have you found yourself on social media uh, just laying there and then see something that kind of alters your day or alters your morning, if you will? Um, on social media? Mm-hmm. Um. It's possible. I mean, you know, you can, like you said, looking at Twitter or whatever. I'm, I'm not a Twitter person. Mm-hmm. I really am. I'm not. I am. I have Twitter. That's not my go-to. Facebook, Instagram are my go-tos. Okay. More Facebook, I should say. I'm. I've been hitting Instagram a little bit more than I normally would. But um, anything can happen because when you open social media, just like you said with Twitter, you're liable to see anything. Yep. Have I been triggered by something? I'm sure I probably have that just like (laughs) disturbed me or was like bad news from the news because you can see news uh, articles on Facebook as well or on social media as well. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times for me, though, it might be a person that is, you know, annoying. You know, I have some friends that are just like, you know, they're always crisis people. Mm. Something's always going on or they hit me on Messenger and I look at a messenger and they're, complaining or and i'm not a complainer i'm rarely in a a person that's rarely in a bad mood and i really try to look at life positive positively i've never been this like debbie downer person right but i have friends and and i'm usually the one that's the counselor for some reason which you know i take it as a compliment i guess Mm -hmm. but um i have friends that just are always just some, there's always something going on when I talk to them and you expect like one day I'm going to call this person or they're going to call me and it's just going to be a lighthearted conversation. Right. But I have some that just every single time, Kyle, I speak to them. It's like, (laughs) it's always something. It's never good. It's always, you know, an excuse or why they can't do this. And this is wrong. Well, I ask how you feel and it's, it's never like, oh, I feel great. Never. When mm. you talk to me, somebody will ask me, how you doing? I'm, I'm great. Right. I'm great. Mm, 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 you know, so, yeah. And people, it, people you know, like that are funny. Because oh, they, cha- they, cha- they can change the whole tenor of your day. Yeah, I have to take those people in, in doses. They are friends mm-hmm. I definitely know to talk to in doses. I want, want to keep in touch with them just to be... Um, a listening ear here and there, 
because, you know, some of them are really going through certain crises and I don't want to be this person that's like, oh, whatever. Mm -mm. Right. Right. Because everybody needs somebody, you know, so I try to be that listening ear, but I can only take it in doses, you know, because I still have to take take care of my spirit. Oh, no question. So question. And you have to look out for your spirit, too, as well. I mean, because if you don't, who who will? Um, I I will say this and and we we touched on a little bit the news so you can get the news obviously on your phone do you find yourself turning on the TV in the morning because they said that that is another stress uh, component uh, not just social media but the news do you turn the TV on in the morning to watch the news Um, I will say this before COVID and during COVID uh, I I'm in New York. Mm-hmm. So first generation COVID is what I call it. New York got hit first. And that that March, April, May time of 2020, when COVID was really thick out here, um, I was watching CBS News in the morning, which was my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I stopped. I stopped because it was just redundant. And mm-hmm. everything, the world was changing. Things were scary. Everything you heard was COVID, COVID, this, somebody's dying. How many people died? They didn't know what to do. It was just disheartening. You know what I mean? So I stopped Mm -hmm. and I knew people uh, that were constantly just sitting in the house, listening to the news, listening to, and I was like, turn the news off and step outside. Like people weren't even walking outside just to take a walk up the street. Um, mm-hmm. so they were just sitting in the house stressing and I tried not to do that. I mean, my sister during COVID got super sick and I really thought that she was out of here. Mm. Um, so I was stressed enough just with that. And then all of my in-laws ended up dying, mm. um, and friends, you know, people I was, I was every day I was hearing somebody, um, here in New York that was gone and it was a shock every time, you know? So I turned off the news. I didn't want to hear it. Even on the radio, if I hear, even now, if I hear there are a lot of commercials about the vaccine, mm-hmm. oh, you should take the vaccine. This is why I took the vaccine. Um, da, 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 da. The kids are getting in. And now that I turn those off. I don't want to hear those commercials. Mm. I don't. I really try to just, so I stopped looking at um, the news in the morning because I didn't want to be triggered. Mm-hmm. It was just too much, just too much. So, and to this day, I don't look at the news anymore. I don't even turn the TV on in the morning. I watch TV at night when I come home from work. Mm-hmm. And that's as much. And I don't even watch real TV. I watch Netflix or <laughs> because I have fire sticks. So I'll look at movies or something like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yes, yeah, so I don't really do the real world stuff uh, unless I look on my phone or hear it on the radio. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I will say this. Uh, a huge point of contention in this household has been <laughs> the news being on in the morning because like, like my wife, yeah. she, she doesn't, it doesn't bother her. She's not triggered like that, but like, I don't, I will not, I absolutely refuse to lay in the bed and watch the news because it's, uh-huh. it's depressing. I mean, like, and I'm sure, yeah. you know, the news in New York is no different than the news in Atlanta. I mean, like, the first 15 minutes about how many people got shot, how many people got hit by cars, how many people, you know, I'm like, you can't, I just, I, for me, I don't think you should start your day like that. 
uh, with just negative negative news and negative impact like that. So I just my wife will That's watch right. it and she she'll be content and like I I tune it out. I tune it if if there's a situation where let's say it's you know I don't know six o'clock it's in the morning and we're just laying there. If she wants to watch uh-huh. the news, I'll put my headphones on. <laughs> I'll listen to music. Just I'll do something there, else. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or either that or I'll just get up because like I can't have that negative energy for me. And, you know, she Some doesn't like they need it, you know, mm-hmm. to start the day, like to hear what's going on and then get out there. I don't need that. Mm, no, I don't need that. I don't need that at all. Um, mm-hmm. So so those are two things right there. Uh, cell phone use. Obviously, the news, mm-hmm. actually three things, cell phone use, the news and social media that contribute to stress. Um, another mm-hmm. one is a key one that they mentioned that you actually mentioned earlier. Breakfast, mm-hmm. but they speak of no breakfast, not eating might seem not might might seem like, you know, it's not, not a huge deal, but it to some degree stresses your body out. And that's not a good thing. Uh, you wake up after getting assumably seven to nine hours of rest. Um, it could be possibly that you've gone 12, 14 hours without eating anything. So your body's naturally hungry and breakfast is a great jumpstart, but a lot of people skip breakfast and thus it causes their body to kind of do different things. So what's your take on, um, eating breakfast? Breakfast and I have been best friends for a very long time. (laughs) one of my favorite meals is breakfast. I love breakfast. Always have. Um, and I think it, you know, I was triggered as a child, I guess. My father used to, he used to love to cook breakfast. Mm-hmm. And he could really cook breakfast. He was a Southern man. Mm. So we got great breakfast as children. And so I've always loved breakfast. To this day, everybody who really knows me knows Oh. Trish loves breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I make sure I eat breakfast every morning. I do not skip breakfast. And will be upset if I miss breakfast for some reason. <laughs> I really will. And I can't stand, like, if I mix, miss breakfast, I've been away, for instance, with friends, and everybody's not like me where they have to have breakfast. So I will get up early on vacation making sure that I don't miss, miss breakfast. And if I do end up missing breakfast... Like, I don't want to go into lunch. I mm-hmm. want breakfast. Right. But sometimes, you know, if you miss breakfast and the time is, depending on where you are, the time has passed for them to serve breakfast. Okay, I have to go for lunch, but I'll be upset. <laughs> I like <laughs> I that's right. I know that's right. I like my Um But they say it's the jump start to your yeah, day for is. your body. Sure, it sure, is. eat. It is. You should eat. You should. You should. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's like fueling up. Now, I will be. I'll be honest. I, I went through times where I didn't eat breakfast, but I, I try to make sure that I eat something. Now, I drink water. Uh, I've been on this kind of fruit kick here recently in the last couple of months, eating fruit for breakfast. Um, but that's I, I tr- yeah, <laughs> I know, right? For me to eat, be eating fruit, I would have never pictured that. But um, <laughs> so you can. But what was to do when you did not eat breakfast? Like. Bro- Aren't you hungry? Um, Did you just wait for lunch? Well, you know what? I think I think probably what I used to do was I used to substitute breakfast for coffee. And so I would drink coffee and I have just uh, one cup because I can't. I, I'm not a huge coffee drinker. So I'd have one cup 
and that would kind of just hold me over until until lunch and so i would skip breakfast but i feel much better um you know when i eat something in the morning and my body's conditioned to eating now so um but yeah i I gotta have it it's it's not something that i I, i'm not even trying to skip breakfast now at this point so yeah me i'm I'm a uh i don't know that i I could probably get used to eating fruit Mm -hmm. which is good in the morning um but i don't know that i it would take some time for me because i am a eggs some sort of meat i don't have to always have bread Mm. I can have it on a low carb tortilla, which I've been on a kick with that lately because bread is the devil for me. So <laughs> I really try to stay away from bread in, in most things that I eat. If you see me eat bread, it is probably once in the day and that's it. But um, I stay away from the carbs and the bread and stuff like that. So, But I have to have my eggs. Mm. Gotta have eggs. Give me some grits here and there some protein i'm good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but if i did fruit or something like that i don't know that i would feel satisfied mm. so so let me ask you this because another stress uh mm-hmm. item that they mention is uh one not eating breakfast and then two eating the wrong breakfast um yeah eating the wrong breakfast high calorie high fat high sugar um can do some sometimes for some people can do more harm than good so where where do you stand on eating the wrong breakfast eating eating the wrong breakfast i've done it before and just like i said staying away from the uh, breads and stuff like that i've done the wrong breakfast and been at work ready to go to sleep Mm. you know it's one of those things it just it just makes you sluggish it just makes you you can tell when you've eaten the wrong thing well for my body at least and I think it happens that way for most people. And maybe it does, but people just don't recognize it. Like, why am I sleeping in the morning? You know, at like mid morning, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. It's because you're eating the wrong thing. Your body is metabolizing it or not metabolizing it the way it should. So for me, if I eat, um, say, a heavy breakfast with bread, like I said, bread does not do well with me. Um, one of those. Those breakfasts, because I'm not a waffle, pancake, you know, French toast type of breakfast person. That's me. Yes. A lot of people like that. But that stuff will guarantee to make me sleepy. Mm. So I try not to do stuff like that because I don't like to feel like that at work. You know, when I'm at work and I've had, I really started just recently, over the past mm, three months on a coffee kick. Okay. Because I never used to do coffee. I was always um, ginger tea would be my go-to, mm-hmm. hot tea. And um, I started coffee. Actually, my sister started me back on coffee because she kept talking about McDonald's coffee. Mm-hmm. How good McDonald's coffee is. I said, you're lying. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> and she said, no, I'm telling you, if you want to get back on a coffee kit, try McDonald's coffee. And I tried that coffee. It really, they really do have good coffee. Mm. People wouldn't think so. They really, really do. Um, so, you know, I'll have a cup of coffee and I'll have eggs and, like I said, a protein. And I don't usually eat grits in the morning. If I do grits or something like that, that's at home on a weekend. 
something like that. But again, I try to stay away from the bread. But if I do bread or something heavy, it just makes me sluggish. And I hate to feel that way, especially sitting at work when I'm supposed right. to be working. Right. It's nothing like sitting in front of a computer and your eyes are heavy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when it's early. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Eyes heavy at 9 a.m. And you and you, you know you got to be yeah. there until 5. Oh, yeah, man. I always know the wrong thing. I, That's for sure. My body will tell me. I think um, as far as a wrong breakfast, I think, I mean, well, here's the thing. I'll be honest with y'all. I have been known to eat pizza for breakfast. <laughs> and it's good. And I don't feel any different. So, you know, don't cold judge. Cold pizza? No, no, no. I never I never been a cold pizza guy. I, I it's got to be warm. It's got to be warm. Okay. Yeah, but it, it but I don't, I don't want anybody to think like, you know, like that's what I do on a on a it's just sometimes. Just I mean, if I put it like this, if I have pizza Let's say we have pizza and wings on Friday. Then Saturday morning, I get up. I'm probably not going to uh, eat pancakes. It's going to be pizza. So right, that's what right. it is. Um, yeah. Another thing that they that's talk different. About, oh, it's, it's definitely different. <laughs> it's definitely different. <laughs> uh, another thing that they talked about was that contributed to stress was not preparing the night before. Now, some people, yeah, you know, I guess with, uh, you know, particularly if you're going into work, you know, they iron their clothes the night before. They may shower the yeah. night before. Um, they may, yeah. I don't know, you know, make sure that they have gas in their car. Um, mm -hmm. How important is preparing the night before, you know, for whatever's happening the next day, assuming it's work or whatever, if you're going out, what, whatever type of activities, whatever, whatever the case may be. You know, I will say I am a super organized person. Um, and I used to be that one that would iron my clothes for the week. Oh, wow. Look at you. Like, I would, <laughs> I, I would and I said used to, but I, I would figure out what I, you know, some outfits for the week and iron them for the week. Now, did it make my life easier? Heck yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't have to think about it. You just, I know what I'm wearing. You know what I mean? Now, I would, I would. Um, adjust if I knew the weather was going to, of course, I'd look at the weather and see if it was going to rain or something like that. But um, I was that person. I would iron all my stuff. When I was married, I would iron his stuff if he needed it, but he well, he kind of wore a uniform. So um, I, I say used to because that doesn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. What I will do is think in the before, as I'm waking up, I'll think. And then I look at the weather. It's going to rain today. Okay, I know I need to wear some pants, da, 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 not a dress, something like that. And I'll put the outfit together in my head and then pick out the clothes out of my drawer. If I need to iron something real quick, I'll do it in the morning mm -hmm. before breakfast. And I'm still out of here on time. Mm. But can I see that being a stressor? If you had to get up, look for clothes, uh, mm -hmm. and, and everything's not where it should be, or maybe you're not isn't as organized as other people and your stuff is kind of all over the place and then you're you know you got clutter in your brain that stuff can stress you out right there mm -hmm. just makes you fancy i'm i'm organized to the point that like my apart if my if my apartment is cluttered mm -hmm. my i feel like my brain is cluttered mm -hmm. 
and I don't feel right until my place looks the way I need it to look. Like everything's where it's supposed to be. It's neat. It's clean. That makes me feel good. If my house is cluttered and I can finally get it together, I'm like, oh, I put all my clothes away. <laughs> I, that. I feel so much better. And I've talked to my best friend about that. Like it just, it clutters your brain. I know some people who I've been to their places and it's every time you see them, it's cluttered or the car, people's cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When cars and they have everything. It's not clean. It's not bad. I'm like, how do you live in this thing? Amen. You know, that would drive me. Stuff like that drives me crazy. You know, my, my old motto used to be, man, never trust a woman with a dirt, with dirty white tennis shoes or a dirty car. <laughs> you got, you said white tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have dirty white tennis shoes. If you if you're out there listening and you got dirty white tennis shoes sh and you're a woman, shame on yourself. You're not to be you're not to be trusted. Right, right. Nobody should. Right, no I woman should never have dirty white tennis shoes. Never. And car, and the car, the dirty car is a. I'm just like, mm -mm, mm -mm. nope. So okay. and I just say I just think about those people. I'm like, you would feel so so much better. Like your brain. When I see people like you know the hoarder. When you see the hoarder shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And their houses are just, oh, I'm like, that person has such a clogged mind. They have to be stressed out. You know, and usually God. the hoarder people have gone through a traumatic event that has made them the way that they are, unfortunately. So it's kind of like a mental health thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you got to take care of your mental. You got to. Yeah, no, nobody nobody else nobody care. else can. <laughs> That's right. Nobody else can That's do it right. for you. Um, That's Another thing that they talked about that causes stress, uh, something we touched on, something that you know a little bit about, uh, sleep. Uh, more particularly, not getting enough sleep. Um, yep. You know, countless doctors will tell you that they recommend that people get a solid seven to nine hours of sleep. I think for me right now, I probably get about a good strong six, maybe seven. Uh, I, mm -hmm. if I and I tell people all the time if I slept eight or nine hours I'd be grumpy and I'm not a grump I'm a happy-go-lucky person I would be mad as hell if I slept nine hours and when I woke up I, I would literally yeah. be tired I, I that's too much sleep for me but not yeah. getting enough sleep um you know can contribute to your stress level what, what what's your take on that absolutely I'm a sleep coordinator by mm -hmm. profession mm -hmm. um, so we deal with sleep disorders sleep apnea some Omnia, all kind of stuff. Um, and so eight is like the magic number that they kind of say, you know, a good eight hours of sleep is what everybody's supposed to in a real world get. Most people don't get that. Um, I do know some people that love, 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 love sleep. Like I love breakfast. <laughs> they love sleep. My sister being one of them and her granddaughter is the same way they can sleep i mean just sleep 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 for hours i'm like how do you do that i can't do that. personally my body like i said i used to live on four hours of sleep no problem mm -hmm. now i'm a good six i'll say mm -hmm. right and that's good sleep for me but everybody doesn't need the same amount of sleep honestly like you right. can't sleep nine ten hours that would drive you crazy if i lay in the bed like on the weekends i hear a lot of people say oh i can't wait to just sleep all day or sleep you know 
And I try every once in a while on a weekend, I'll try to have a do nothing weekend. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to get out of bed right away. Let me just sleep. Mm-hmm. My body gets so rest- restless. I'm like, oh, I got I got to get up. I get antsy in the bed, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sleep can, it can contribute to a lot of things with your health. They say that if you don't get enough sleep, um, your weight will be affected. You'll gain weight. Um, all kind of stuff. You know, if you not getting enough sleep, on the other hand, uh, insomnia, if you have insomnia, that's like as bad as somebody driving, drinking and driving. They say yes. if you get in a car and you're sleep deprived, it's just like drinking and driving. Hmm. So it can be really dangerous. It's dangerous to others on the road, stuff like that. So um, being stressed out, I have a lot of people that call me with insomnia that they can't sleep. I just can't sleep. And they're just so frustrated. So that's a stressor right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. But, um, you know, they, they say if you, the sleep doctors do say that if you get in the bed or are trying to go to sleep and you just can't sleep, you just, you know, everybody has one of those nights, I think. Mm-hmm. You just feel like... I can't sleep. I don't know why I just can't get to sleep. Back in the day for me, it used to be because my mind used to race. Yeah. Yep. You know, my mind just would not shut down. Now this is when I was much younger, but my mind would not shut down and I lay in the bed ready to go to sleep. And here goes the brain, like just random stuff. Just sometimes it would just zip, 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 zip. Mm -hmm. And I really frustrated me so much. Um, I guess I could say, say it, it started to stress me out. Right. Um, I figured out for myself, I was like, what is it? Like, like, am I thinking about a particular thing? Am I thinking about work? What I have to do at work? My responsibilities. And I realized that it was responsibility. I would say yes to too many things or mm-hmm. take on too mm-hmm. many things that gave me a large amount of responsibility and that, that used to have my brain running. So what I started to do for myself at a young age, I learned to start saying no. Or as, as I got older, I would say, let me think about that. And then if I realized it was too much responsibility for me and I didn't want to take it on because that is what would stress me and stress my brain at night, right? I would say no. And, and so why. as I that I realized that I needed to let go of some responsibilities and as I let go of responsibilities my mind started to calm down my brain started to just okay this, this is doable right. you know what I mean so I would just have just enough that would keep my brain not stressing out and that's how I got I stopped my mind from racing and I, I tell a lot of my friends that yep, you know you if your mind is just going up. You got to pull back on some things. You're either a yes person usually, or you're taking on too much responsibility. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. Yeah. I agree. And, so and that's I, how I, I, I can understand how that can happen because you're, you're constantly on the go. And so your body's yeah. constantly on the go and your mind is constantly on the go. And then when your body's time, when it's time for your body to, you know, shut down for the night, your mind is always thinking about other things. I, for personally, yeah. I don't live like that, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I understand there, how that can happen. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of people that do, you know. Um, and no matter what it is going on in your life, everybody has something different going on. It could be anything that's stressing you out, and then your your brain is just still on it, you know. 
and your body's trying to shut down and it can't because you're you you may think that we have sleep patients they think that they have slept but they have excessive daytime sleepiness eds is called excessive daytime sleepiness oh, it's wow. a real thing and these people during the day they can't figure out like why am i so tired like i'm always sleepy like uh, there's people who fall, fall asleep talking to people in conversation or they fall asleep at the wheel or anything you know anywhere they sit down they fall asleep and they can't figure out they come to us why am i so sleepy you are not sleep and you, they do a sleep study and we figure out that they're really not sleeping at night they're sleep their body is actually sleep but they are they're not getting a restful sleep because they either they have restless leg syndrome, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Actually moving at night. I mean, we have people that sometimes it, it looks like they're running at night in their sleep. Oh, wow. So you can't be getting a restful sleep. So your body really isn't resting. Mm-hmm. So then you sleep or you thought you slept. Right. <laughs> you thought you slept. <laughs> you wake up during the day and you think you're going to be refreshed and you, you are totally not because your body is beat. Mm-hmm. Your body's like, uh, we didn't get any sleep, bro. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So people are people stress out a lot, and it it really affects their sleep. There's a lot, thousands of people that have sleep issues, sleep mm-hmm. problems, no a doubt. lot of insomnia out there. Especially now, you know, now we're dealing with a whole different world, a new normal. Right. You got stressors of COVID. Of will I get COVID? You're scared that that you are going to get sick. You don't want to get sick. You think about somebody that died. You may have a loved one or a couple of loved ones that died this past year. That can stress you out. You think about your children having to go back to school with this COVID um, uh, world. That can stress you. I mean, there's tons of things that can stress you out, but you really got to, for me, me, I'm I'm spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that, I've never been a... I wouldn't call myself a stressor. You know, there's some people who just stress all the time. Right. You know, and can't really shape that. But I've never really been a stressor. I've very, always been kind of a um, down-to-earth, just chill person. Mm-hmm. So I really, but my spiritual life um, has a lot to do with that. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know what people are into, but... You know, I believe in Christ and I just think that um, spiritually that helps to keep me calm and keep me grounded to um, believe in something else that will take care of us. So, right. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And, and I think I think that's that's just even having a belief and, and having some type of uh, conviction and faith that something is going to be better. Um, I think that definitely helps because yeah. that that changes the mindset. It's not everything because when you have things that are going around going on around you, like in the world, and things are kind of gloom and doom. Because, uh, like I said, if, yep. you, if you turn if you if you open up social media, you know you, you see doom and gloom. Yeah. If you turn on the news, you see doom and gloom. But to have yep. moments of uh, or have moments of clarity where you feel like, okay, hey, things are going to get better. Things can get better. I'm I'm in this place. What have you? I think that stuff helps. Um, which actually Absolutely. actually leads me into the final uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the reasons why people have str- have uh, stress 
is because they have no moments of joy. Um, as I mentioned right. earlier, we all have habits. We talked about the morning habits. We talked about breakfast. We talked about these other things that contribute to the stress. But if you have moments of joy, if you have stuff that you can look at or listen to and things that will mm-hmm. bring you into a, you know, a better place, if you will, mentally, it's mentally stimulating or people for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. I think that helps. So where, where do you stand when it comes to like having uh, moments of joy, moments of pleasure, um, you know, that brings you away from or, or pretty much what we would call a, a stress reliever? Uh, well, I'm a singer. Okay. Um, so that's something for me. I, you know, it, it, I think it, the nucleus of, of it all is just finding something that you love. Finding something that you enjoy. I don't care if it's going to sit out in your garden amongst the flowers. Mm-hmm. If that's what you love, go do it. Make it a part of your day. Make it a part of, you know, your week or what you whatever. If that's going to bring you some happiness, a moment of happiness, some moment of joy, then do it. You know, put it into your life, implement it into your life. I sing. That's what brings me joy. So I make sure that it's a big, big part of my life. Um, so I just think it's a matter of finding something or thinking of something that you love and making it happen for yourself. Like I, you know, a lot of people of my friends or family will say to me, you know, you, you do, you're always doing something. You're always going, every time I see you're going somewhere or you're, you're, I said, I'm living, I live, I live life. I make sure even if I go by myself, they've talked about me going, I'll go to dinner by myself. I've gone to an art concert by myself. I'll go to the bar by myself. I'll, you know, and my, my cousin said to me, she's like, I wish I could do stuff like that. And I'm like, you can. You can. <laughs> to love your own company. Facts. And that's a big part of it. You have to love your own company. I know people who don't, who can't stand to be with themselves, which is a shame. Um, but you have to love your own company. When you can love your own company, you don't mind being by yourself. She's like, I can't. I believe you went to an R. Kelly concert by yourself. Yeah, I did. It doesn't bother me. I said, she's like, I wish I, I'm like, why can't you? I said, why, tell me why you think you can't. And she said, I don't know. I, I just think that I would feel desperate or I would feel like, you know, people are looking at me or whatever. I said, well, that's one difference is that I love my own company and I don't think about what other people have to say. Mm-hmm. And when you can get to that point where you're not caring about what other people are saying, what you think other people are saying right. about you, because most of the time it's us thinking that somebody's saying something. They're not oh, thinking cool. about it. So um, it's just finding something that you love. I think it's finding something that you love that makes you smile, whatever that is that makes you smile. Do it every day. Mm-hmm. Do it every week. Do it every weekend. I mean, I love the beach. So I travel a lot and I'm always going to either the Caribbean, a beach or something like that. That brings me joy. That brings me, I love stuff like that. So I said to my friend, one of my friends one time, um, she was going through a couple of crises. And I remember I said to her, <clears throat> I, I hope that you 
um, find joy in your life, not just happiness. Mm. And she said to me, I don't know what that means. What do you mean? I said, moments can make you happy, but they're temporary. And joy is long lasting. That's a bar. You know, joy is something that lives in you, that you carry with you, that you you always have this little joy about you. You always have a smile on your face. You're rarely, like I said about myself, I'm rarely in a bad mood. Um, so it's joy. It's just kind of a joy on, on the inside. I think that has a lot to do with my spiritual as well. But it's just a joy that kind of joy stays with you. Happiness is just moments. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. And and I think yeah. the the quicker that we realize that, the better off we probably all are. Um, yeah, I, I think I think, you know, and it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. I think one of the biggest things we have to understand is, you know, there's going to be levels of stress that come with anything. I mean, we only get one life, so there's going to be stress in life, but That's it's right. how you handle it. And then That's you know, right. hopefully what you guys have learned in this podcast is that there's a lot of things that we do on a day to day that contribute to our levels of stress. Cause you know, it, it's nothing for you to get on Facebook or me to get on Twitter or Instagram for that matter and see some, Oh man, I'm so stressed out. Well, I mean, there's going to yeah. be levels of stress that come with anything. If you got a job, it's going to be stressed at the job. You got girl, girl, going stress. you know, it's going to be, if you got kids, it's going to be levels of stress that come with that. But ask yourself how much am I, I contributed to the stress. I think that's the biggest thing that's that we right. have to take away. So, um, because we didn't take care of ourselves. Exactly. We, you know, mothers, especially, you know, to people with kids, so it, you know, when you have children, it's all about the children anyway, mm -hmm. but you still, it, you, you have to be a, a good enough you to be there for them. So, and I don't have kids, never wanted kids or whatever, but I have nieces and nephews. I see it all, but, Everybody has some level of stress, but it's really, like you said, it's all in how you handle it, how you look at life as a whole, how you, you gotta have some positivity going on. You gotta think of things in a way that bring you some sort of joy. You gotta find the, the, the upbeat part of life because life can, I always say life, when you think about the fact that there are people that are worse off than you. Way worse. You might have a car that's a hoopty that you're like, oh, this freaking car. This is a... There are people who have worse cars than you or don't have a car. Mm -hmm. They got a bus ticket or they got, you know what I mean? They're walking. So you, you got to look at what you have and helps to be thankful. You know, look at what you have and be grateful for the little that you have because, you know, I'm sitting in my place right now. Some people don't have a place to sit in, a bed to lay in their head. Or, uh, you know, you got to look at, um, you know, the brighter things in life. What do you have? Stop thinking about what you don't have and think about what you do have. Mm -hmm. And be grateful for what you have and deal with what you have. You know, Amen. and just, you know. Amen. I Take could, it all in. I couldn't have said it. So couldn't have said it better. Uh, it is time for us to get out of here. Trish, do you want to? Um, do you have any social media that you want to put out? You don't have to if you don't want to, but <laughs> you want to put where you can tell people where they can find you. Uh no. Okay. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have pages or anything yeah, out there like that. Y'all can find her on this podcast. That's it. 
You can be a podcast, that's right. But on my, I will say this, Kyle, you know, on my, and you've seen my, my Facebook, every day I have a gem of the day. Mm, yes. And yes. I put up a positive quote every day. Yep. And I think about those quotes. I don't just willy-nilly, you know, just pick a quote and just throw it out there. I think about what somebody might going through during the during that week or during that day and that might make them smile. And I get calls from people. My cousin used to call me from Florida. And he said, you know what, cuz? Your page is so positive. He's like, I look at your quotes. I look for your quotes in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's like, because they just kind of lift me up. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that just for a few people... I'm good. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm good. And you never know what a word could do for, for people. You just never know. That's right. So I, I, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from. If you think about it like this, your cousin saying that is because one of the reasons he's saying that is because when he opens up his social media feed, he sees a bunch of negativity. And yeah. to see your positivity, yeah. that, that makes a he's difference. Positive. Yeah. Makes a total yeah. difference. Um, That's well, right. Trish has no way for you guys to find, but you guys can find me. <laughs> 12 Kyle across the board 12 Kyle podcast uh, you've been listening this long I assume that you know where to find me uh, remember this podcast drops every Thursday at midnight uh, we have bonus episodes that will drop every Sunday um, so make sure that you subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend uh, that's going to do it for us so for my girl Trish I'm your yeah. boy 12 Kyle we'll catch you guys next time 5G take care